Okay, welcome back to my podcast. I have not done one of these for so long because um, I decided to take a little break, walk away from social media for a while, but I really miss this podcast and I think things like this are great for us to listen to. And part of the reason I wanted to come back is because I still have amazing guests lined up and they're so interesting. But my favorite first guest was obviously Michelle Morgan, who is the Marilyn Monroe expert, famous author, historian, and more importantly, my friend. So there's no way I'm not gonna take this opportunity to use that <laughs> and have her back on because there's, hi Michelle, by the way. Hello. There's so many rumors that when I go on a job as Marilyn, you can guarantee someone's gonna come up to me and say, did you know Marilyn Monroe had six toes? Yeah. yeah. And I always say she didn't, she just had ill-fitting shoes, right? I make a joke about it. Or they'll say, did you know she slept with both presidents? Did you know she was a size 16? Did you know she didn't like women? Did you know that, you know, um, she swore all the time, Truman Capote said, all these weird things. And uh, it depends what mood I'm in, if I even bother telling them what I actually think or, or whether I just go, yeah, she did. Sometimes I've got to be honest, I've gone, yeah just for to end that conversation. But I'm a little bit tired of the rumors that are just ridiculous and also quite offensive to her memory. So I wanna take this time to ask you because you will know, you're like talking to Marilyn to me. Oh God. You are, you are. You look like Nina Muscuri, but you are Marilyn. <laughs> Be like that advert where I say, if only I had your brain and you had my look, she'd be the perfect Marilyn. <laughs> you would. You'd be the ultimate Marilyn Monroe impersonator because you just know everything. You, it's incredible. It really is, and it's so admirable, and I love it, and I love that you're my friend, and you're just the best. Oh. And if people have written me about our last podcast about your book and and gone out and bought it, and I'm so glad because it just is. It's just nice to read something that's not, oh, we need to put this in because it's scandal, you know? Yeah, I know, that's how I feel. That's why I really, that's why I really I like the opportunities I've had with writing about Marilyn because I've been able to write about some really great subjects. And um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's always nice to hear from people who really enjoyed it. So that's great. Do you, um, just to obviously change the subject, do you face that when you're going for a book deal? Do people say to you, oh, we, because I know when I've done these documentaries on Marilyn's life, <clears throat> they've put the whole Kennedy rumor in it, or, or fact, we'll find out. But um, I've always said, why do we always have to talk about this Kennedy thing when it's kind of been proven that it's not true or, or has a lack of evidence? No one will ever know truth or fact if he wasn't there. I love people that say that and I have to agree with them. But the evidence suggests that it wasn't true. But the TV company would say to me, we have to put this in because that's how we got the budget because people love the scandal. So do you find when you're applying to, you know, because you do a proposal for a book that they sometimes come back and go, can we have a bit more sex or a bit more rumour? Yeah, the, the only time that's ever happened to me was with um, my very first biography, Private and Undisclosed, and we had two publishers who were interested and one was really interested in just writing about Marilyn's life and the other one actually phoned me up which I don't think they're supposed to do when you're working through an agent but anyway um they phoned me up and said well you know is there anything else that you can put in to beef it up what about the Kennedys you know did she sleep with the Kennedys blah 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 and I was like oh my gosh but the other 
um, publisher, they didn't want any of that. They, they wanted me to do the book as, as I had proposed, and they were the publisher that we went for. So that's really the only time that I've had that with my writing but I have had that when people want to uh, want me to do documentaries and stuff um, the, whenever they contact me the first thing I'll say to them is if you're wanting somebody to talk about the whole Kennedy thing um, you should know that you know that's that's not my idea of fun um, so you know go elsewhere and sometimes they do sometimes I never hear back from them but then other times they'll come back and say oh no you know we want to talk about her life or whatever but yeah there does seem to be this this sort of obsession with everyone not just with publishers and documentary makers but just you know just people on the street who'll say who'll, who'll ask me about it it, it gets really tiring and, and frustrating yeah and it's a double-edged sword as well for me I feel <sighs> I don't know how other uh, impersonators feel. I mean, I'm going to hopefully interview an impersonator on this show, um, another Marilyn Monroe impersonator. <laughs> but mm. it's just, um, I always get frustrated as an impersonator because I feel guilty because I feel like I have um, like added on to this rumour because obviously I've made, not anymore because of coronavirus, but I've made my career, a lot of it, out of a happy birthday. And now she did sing Happy Birthday and she sung it brilliantly and it was just a, a historical moment. But that's kind of fed the fire of the whole Kennedy relationship. So now that I'm a educated Marilyn and that I probably know that this was just a performance and um, the relationship probably isn't like we've been sold it in rumour, I still feel like, because I come off stage and people go, oh, I can see why Kennedy loved her and la 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 la. And I go like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel really, I feel kind of guilty because I feel like part of me is perpetuating the myth, but the myth has made her a legend. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. I know it's 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 frustrating because I mean that was like the most famous happy birthday ever, um, and I, you know I think well if she didn't if she hadn't have done that would the the rumor have has started? I just don't know. None of us no but yeah it is it is frustrating because there'll be times when people say to me oh you know you're a Marilyn fan I go yeah I am and that's the first thing that they'll say to me well what about the Kennedys and yeah and then other people who've never studied Marilyn never read about her nothing they'll say to me oh you do know that she were you know that she did <laughs> such and such with the Kennedys and I go well no actually she didn't but there's no way that they're changing their mind because they've read a tabloid somewhere you know 40 years ago or whatever um that said otherwise and they won't they won't believe me who has studied Marilyn for the past 35 years they would read an article that they saw in a newspaper in 1985 it's it's frustrating and and it's it's really it's quite strange actually I don't understand it I think that's a, a lot of the, sorry, that was my laptop wearing me that I have messages that I've not answered on Facebook. <laughs> um, I think that's really important because th this way that people's minds have been um, formed in a certain way to believe a certain thing about Marilyn now. And I think mm -hmm. maybe it's come from, I know when I first became interested in Marilyn after people said I looked like her, I bought the book Goddess. And that was, and I think if you meet a lot of people of a certain age, I mean my forties, that that was the biggest book at the time, yeah. and that was the only information we had on Marilyn back in the eighties. Yeah. So that's I think that's true because uh, I bought Goddess myself when I was eighty. Well, I think it was in eighty, 
86 when I, when I finally bought it, I think. And, um, yeah, because I was in sixth form. And I read it. It was Thankfully, it wasn't the first book that I had read, but I read it. And being, you know, 16 years old, I believed everything that I, that I read. So, I, I, you know, I believed all the Kennedy stuff, but it's only because... I've now educated myself um, over the years that now I no longer believe all that stuff, but other people haven't. So, yeah, you're right what you say, that they, the first books that they read, I mean, there was a, a, a lot of books that came out around that time that was just concentrating on that subject. And if that's the only books that they read, and then they've never read anything since, then that's the books that will be ingrained and the information that's ingrained, you know, regardless of whether or not it's, it's true or false. So it's, it's frustrating. So to, in a nutshell, if someone came up to me at a gig or to you and said, do you know that Marilyn Monroe, and I've had this said to me in vile ways by, by mm. men, I can't even tell you how disgusting the things they say, that Marilyn Monroe had a relationship, a sexual relationship with both President Kennedy and his brother Bobby Kennedy. How can I answer that in a nutshell, Michelle, without going into a half an hour conversation with somebody I don't really want to talk to? Because it's not true, is it? No, no, as well, as, as far as I'm aware, um, as far as all of the research that I've done, um, it just wasn't true. The, the, the timetables don't match up for one thing. Um, and for another thing, I think that she would have had to have had a complete personality transplant to, to do the things that they say that she did, like um, say that she was going to do a press conference and blow the, the whatever it was, blow this all to pieces or whatever. That just wasn't Marilyn, not the Marilyn that I've found over 35 years. So generally, if somebody comes up to me and says, oh, did you know that Marilyn had an affair with the Kennedys? I say, well, no, no, she didn't. And then they always go, oh, of course she did. And I go, no, you need to read a good book about her and, you know, just educate yourself and see what kind of person she actually was. That was, it was basically rumours that started in the 70s and 80s. And it honestly nothing matches up and if you dig a bit further then you'll find that out for yourself i mean but the thing is that people probably won't if they've got it in their head they're not going to believe you anyway um but at least you know it, it gets you away from them because it is frustrating it, all the time i get it from complete strangers you know they don't they all, all they know is you know a picture of marilyn on a poster or something but they have these theories in their head because they read them all those years ago so um, it's it's annoying, but I think the best thing to do is just say, well, you just need to read a good book and just you know just walk away because th there's probably no change in their mind in the ten minutes that you've got to speak to totally. them, and you'll just end up feeling more stressed. Yeah, we've seen that on uh, internet groups as well, where you just have to just go, you know what, this conversation's done because you're just going exactly. around in a circle. Um, it's yeah. it's funny also because I remember. Um, I used to really hate, this is a horrible thing to say, Robert Kennedy and John F. Kennedy because I was a Marilyn fan and I'd read these books and I was like, oh my God, I hate the Kennedys, the way they treated her. And as I've got older and I've actually um, watched historical documentaries about the way the world changed and the amazing things that Robert Kennedy did for the civil rights movement and I could see why Marilyn was so interested in having conversations with him and writing these things down that she wrote down the question she wanted to ask him is because you know to to meet somebody like that that is doing these amazing things in the world would would be a, a, attractive so I can see why it's they think well how is this woman Marilyn Monroe not attracted to Robert Kennedy and how is Robert Kennedy not attracted to Marilyn Monroe they must be doing something because you know it's like when you hear Barack Obama do an amazing speech you're like god he's so smooth 
do you know what I mean? So it, it's, it's just, um, you can see it's there for the taking for a rumour because they, because they did have some sort of correspondence, right? Or am I wrong on this? Like there's evidence of phone calls or, and, and there's that letter from his sister. And I think that adds, I don't know, it's because when people throw that at me, they go, what about the letter said that you and Bobby are getting on really well? But, you know, mm. that you know, you know the letter I'm talking about from, from the sister. I, I, yeah, I do. It says something about your, you're the new item or something. Yeah. The, the, the thing with notes like that is that they can be completely taken out of context. I mean, we don't even know what Bobby she was talking about you know she could have been talking about Bobby Smith down the road for all we know we just don't know um but it's just that somebody has taken it and said oh this is about Bobby Kennedy this is what it means it means that they were having an affair and that's that and then people have ran with it but we don't know it's like finding a little note you know if you if if you passed or I passed and somebody found a little note in our diary or whatever and then you know about somebody and then they go oh that must have been about such and such and it's, it's not about that at all or it's a joke or it's you know it's just a stupid flippant remark and but people run with it because they don't mm. know any different so I think it's important to just to not even think anything I mean I don't think anything about that note at all because I I've seen so many instances in the past where people have taken things out of context regards Marilyn and other people um and it, it just makes it makes no sense and it doesn't it doesn't add anything to the story so I generally just sort of step away from things like that um because it's it's you know it's not worth getting stressed out about and like you say there is that thing of that flippant sort of jokey comment that I mean, I, I've said it to my friends, oh, look, there's your boyfriend or something, and they're just friends, yeah. do you know what I mean? Because you're always hanging out together. Or even you and me, because we're, we're trying to do this podcast without dog and cat noises, and I've gone, yeah. right, I need to talk to you in the bedroom. And we joked, oh, really, like, it's kind of... And it was a joke, but if anyone read yeah. our text messages back, they'd be like, what was going on with Michelle and Susie? They both went in the bedroom. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. If, if somebody wanted to do that, then they could, you know, they could take that and run. Um, but, you know... All right, enough it's, about the Kennedys. Cause like you say, I think we're never going to convince people either way. But like you say, read your books. Here's the facts. The facts are there. And I'll go back to what people always say. You won't know the truth unless you were there. Well, that could apply. I wasn't at the Battle of Hastings, but I trust, I trust history books to tell me basically what happened. And I wasn't in Nazi Germany, but I'm going to go by the... Uh, opinions of historians and witness reports of what happens and if we go down that road and trust people like you that have researched things that they are telling us the truth I think we need to do that a bit more nowadays actually <laughs> trust experts yeah. um so other things moving on size 16 we know that's not true because we've seen the clothes and we've seen the measurements mm -hmm. so we can kind of that's a pretty obvious one that I think we've put to bed now and people yeah, are just I mean, that's so many people have said to me um, in the past, you know, gosh, I can't believe she was a size 16 or, or, oh, doesn't it make you feel good that she was a size 16? And I, and I go, but she wasn't because if you look at a picture, I mean, I know that we've seen all the costumes, so we know how tiny she was, but even looking at a picture, I was watching River of No Return the other day and she's tiny. She's a tiny person. She was way smaller than, than I've ever been. And, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I'm a size 12. And so she, she definitely was a very small person. And um, yeah, I don't know where that rumor came from that she was a size 16. 
But uh, I no, can't find it. I, I've, I've seen it like re- repeated, but I've never seen the original where it came from, and I still don't know no. where it came from. I found it interesting actually. Uh, Scott Faulkner made a comment to me about this size sixteen thing, um, and I think it's such a perfect description actually, because he called us small but fleshy. And I know what he means because when I lose weight, I just become like bony. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Marilyn was, you look at these costumes, she's really small, but she's still got the curves. And I think she was just a really small person. If you look back in those days, I saw an outfit of Judy Garland's and I actually thought it was a little girl's dress and it was Judy Garland's dress. So I just think we're looking at different times, but she definitely had the curves in the right place but she wasn't of a modern size that we are now because our body shapes have changed I think her body shape was just a lot different than we compare with with now yeah and I think it's important as well to sort of you know make the point that we're not saying that you know if she was a 16 that that was bad not and not at all that's just you know it's a normal sized woman um but it's important to say that she, she wasn't that size because it's it's the truth that she wasn't yeah truth you know, truth are important 16. we're not saying yeah. anything about um size 16 being being wrong it's just that it's it just wasn't applied to her we're not elizabeth hurley there's no, nothing exactly. wrong with being a size 16. Exactly. I've been so many sizes. And it's the other day, I remember, um, you know, my friend Greg Silver, who lives in Palm Springs, and he used to wash my clothes. He's so good when I stayed with him. <laughs> and he said, girl, I just took your jeans out the wash. They're like little girls' jeans. Because I was so <laughs> small, I was like a little size eight. But then the other day, since lockdown, I was like, I need my fat jeans out. And that's what I call them. And I know it's probably not politically correct, but we do fluctuate as women. We're like, I've been eating too many carbs. I just, <laughs> I, I need yeah. my more stretchy jeans. So uh, I went back and uh, got into my, uh, back into my skinny jeans as I call them now. But I found that if looking at Marilyn's clothes is that I could get into the Some Like It Hot dress, no problem. But the Niagara dress, I'm sorry, that I don't think that would have even gone over my leg. No, so she I obviously did, I, fluctuated I would never as well. Have been able to put on, on any, I mean, I was always really skinny. Um, I'm much bigger now. Um, but no, I don't think even at my skinniest, I could have fitted into one of her dresses. Um, you know, no, I don't think I, I'm just not built the same way as her for a start. You know, mm. She had very small waist and then nice hips and everything. And no, I, I, I'm sort of, as you say, when I'm skinny, I'm sort of bony. Um, but yeah, I I found that during lockdown as well, I was like wearing my dungarees and my, you know, elasticated (laughs) granny pants. And, um, yeah, and I've donated a whole load of my jeans to Daisy because I can't put them on anymore. So I think after lockdown, I need to, um, (laughs) to start, you know, watching the pasta. Yeah, so I I did that. It, oh, I've done that already because I work out every day. But I was eating more and working out. Doesn't ca- cancels each other out. But now I'm back on my stir fries, so I'm back on there. But we're just women talking about women. There's another rumor that Marilyn Monroe didn't really like female friends, and I find this hard to believe because one of her closest friends, Patricia, was a woman, and mm-hmm. Natasha was, and and they just say that she just didn't like the company of women i think of her relationship with jane russell and her relationship with um with the girls on the the millionaire set so where's that come from i'm not sure where that's come from i think i think maybe because back in the 50s the 
there were some women who were very negative about her some some female columnists like Hedda Hopper people like that um I wrote a chapter about this in the girl because I found it really interesting that there were some women who had just looked at Marilyn and sort of you know oh you know what kind of person is she that kind of thing and so I think that's maybe where that comes from that some women were put on edge by by her and you know sort of thought they had to protect their husbands from her which is you know, nonsense but um yeah i think maybe that it came from there that it seemed to be that more men um took notice of her or became friends with marilyn than than women did but yeah you're right she did have female friends um she had patricia she also had um norman roston's wife mm-hmm. hedda uh, who she actually brought over to England with her when she came over. Um, and, yeah, so she, she did have female friends. But, you know, maybe she did prefer the the company of, of men. But as far as I know, she she had a, a nice selection of, of both friends. I think it's really um, a natural thing, actually, with women. Because I think once we know our friends who are female and we trust them... Um, there's something about females, I've seen it myself, that they're quite distrusting of each other when they don't know each other. Mm. And I sense that. And I think as I've grown older, my own barriers have come down to actually appreciate that, that other women have things to offer me. They're not against mm-hmm. me. And I think when you're younger, you do see competition with, with women. Whereas as you get older, you realize that you're better off trusting each other and sticking together. I just think, yeah. I think I think it's a thing when you're young you just you you just see a threat with uh, if you've not had great relationships with women if like someone like Marilyn she's been in competition with them for roles and and mm-hmm. and parts so it's always going to be viewed as a competition whereas it's actually not it's actually the best friendship you can have when you have a really good girlfriend yeah yeah that's true I agree so six toes not true just bad <laughs> shoes no, that's a, that's another one that people just come up to me and, and ask. Like they'll say, "Oh, it, I I heard Marilyn had six toes," and I go, "No, it wasn't." I mean, that that rumor came from um, a photographer called uh, Joseph Jasker. He took a photograph of Marilyn on the beach, and there's a lump in the sand, um, which he then said was a, an extra toe. But the thing is, if you look at baby photographs or if you look at modelling photographs that she'd done before the Joe Jasker pictures, there's quite clearly five toes on each foot. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how anybody ran with that rumour because it's so easily discredited. But somehow, um, yeah, people have gone with it. And they're still, I mean, this has been, how long I think was that? That book was came out in, I think, the 90s, very early 90s. And people are still asking about it. So it's another one of those strange ones that people just believe for, for no apparent reason. It's cr- it's so crazy. Another one, and quite controversial, if you can answer this, because um, it's a controversial subject. People say that Marilyn Monroe had an abortion or they say she had a miscarriage. I've looked at her death report, or what do they call a death report? Oh, God, my brain's not working. Uh, autopsy. And there's no evidence of her ever having abortions. But she did have miscarriages, as she knows. She talked about them. So that's another thing, isn't it? That Just, a, yeah. just miscarriage. And, uh, yeah, she, she definitely had a miscarriage in 1957 and in 58, both with Arthur Miller. Um, and yeah, I, don't, I, I personally 
don't believe any of the the other kind of rumors especially like there's also people who say that she had children that you she know gave that, up, she, yeah. <laughs> that she gave up and that you know now have grown up and um you know they, they've ne- they never got to know her or, or whatever and i personally think that the only time that um that, that pregnancy ever sort of you know came to her was when she was with Arthur Miller I mean as you said earlier we'll never know because we weren't there but that's my personal feeling that mm-hmm. having talked to people um especially like the, the rumors that she had a baby in the 40s um during that time you know I've spoken to people who saw her all the time during those few years and they say well how could she have ever hidden something like that from me um which you know would be pretty impossible so i i don't believe that i don't believe that she had she had any children um apart from the very sad miscarriages that she had in the 50s when she was really desperate to have a child mm. just looking at these rumors though that that ev- all these rumors are the rumors that we kind of put slights on women our size we always get judged for our size whether on our sexual history, do you know what I mean? They're all they're all rumors were our appearance. They're, yeah. It's funny if we were talking about a male star, I think we'd probably be talking more about how much money did he really have, or <laughs> yeah. how many times did he really get. Do you know what I mean? It's it's really yeah. it's funny that these these rumors are really about character. You know, to to me they 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 reflect that of like who did she sleep with? Did she sleep with two brothers? You know. Mm-hmm. But another one, a question I want to ask you before we we go is these Bert Stern pictures, um, Mm -hmm. it's not a rumor, it's something that, it's an opinion that I think people have. So these, this last sitting of Bert Stern's, which I think are stunning, she put Mm -hmm. so many marks through them. Weirdly, when she put the pen marks through them, um, some Mm -hmm. look like a cross, like a crucifix and, uh, kind of made it look more artistic in a way and yet it was her saying I don't want this picture and a now a, a pin through it and he went on to publish them all in their entirety now I read that the deal with Marilyn was she has refusal of the pictures and if she doesn't like them they don't get published mm-hmm. um so the ones that she put the mark on don't get published yet we've seen them yeah. now with the marks on um did she ever live to see that they were published with the the marks on them i personally think she looks beautiful and i i I think it's a bit that that case of when someone shows me a picture of me i go oh that's so ugly and then four years later i look back on it and go actually i was all right then (laughs) it's a nice picture so i'm sure she'd look back and go they're beautiful but i think that um they were published after she died the ones that have got the the pin marks in them and the you know the felt tip and everything they were they were published after she died so she never saw that um i i, I think uh, yeah it's quite a controversial subject because you know some people say oh they should never have been published because she didn't want them to be um and other people are glad that they were published because you know now we get to see them so i think it's a personal choice uh, but certainly in her lifetime she didn't want them to be published but then as you say if she had looked back on them you know sort of five years later had she lived of course um she may have thought something completely different about them I mean you know you're right I look back at pictures of me 10 years ago and I go god you know I wasn't as bad as I thought I looked back then I was actually okay so I think she you know she may have felt the same way when she was looking back but um yeah 
it's unfortunate that she never actually got the chance to do that. I think we're the worst people to judge our own pictures. I really do. Yeah. When photographers have shown me pictures, I'm like, oh, burn them all. <laughs> yeah. so, I think, so I think it's part of him giving her rights to refusal was a very dangerous thing in the first place to give anyone rights to refusal of a, a picture because I, I yeah. Could, yeah, it's just, but yeah, it's it's really, but that's that's really the questions are, is there any others that you get asked that you may, you, you, you say, oh, I need to tell you this isn't true? I can't think of it. If you sorry, by the way, if you can hear but dogs barking, it's Betty because the postman's just been. Um, oh, so time. this is why I'm in the bedroom. Um, but <laughs> let's kill that rumor no, right now. <laughs> I can't think of anything else that that we were going to say. I think that you covered it all. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, there are some really outlandish rumours that, that come my way and I just go, what? And I just completely forget about Yeah, them. National Enquirer um, so style. I'll, I'll probably, as soon as we hang up, I'll probably think of a, another one. There was one a few days ago, I was reading through the comments. I, uh, I mean, you know, you shouldn't read comments on newspaper articles, whatever, but Definitely I was reading not. these comments and somebody said something, oh, it was on YouTube, and someone said something, it was the most ridiculous thing, and I can't for the life of me remember what it was, but I, I wanted to comment and say, you know, are you for real? Well, how can you believe such a stupid thing? But in the end, I decided not to, because, you know, getting into arguments with strangers is, <laughs> is um, no... Um, it's no screaming into right a now. void. It's screaming into a void. And I'm going yeah. to put this podcast up, and um, we'll probably get people go, that's wrong. Because you're, some people, you'll never convince them of anything. And I think we're living in a world now at the moment, actually, sadly, where people have their minds made up about things and they never change them. And there's one thing about, as I've got older, I used to have such strong opinions. And, you know, an opinion I held four weeks ago is not an opinion I, I hold today. And I yeah. love that. And it's, you know, sometimes saying, you know what, I was wrong is a really yeah. important step to growing up and being mature. And I think as even as a Marilyn fan, I never knew so many things. It takes time for things to come out and for you to read and navigate. And it's okay to change your mind. It's not a slight on your personality. I think it actually makes you a better person. The, the more agree. you can be wrong, the better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree because, you know, there are things that are like, for instance, back in the 80s when I, you know, I believed that... Um, Marilyn was murdered and you know all that kind of thing because that's what you I You also believed so that Phil Collins was going to marry you though you also believed that Phil Collins was going to marry you and you believed George Michael loved you so Excuse me they did marry me <laughs> <laughs> Actually actually that's not true Phil Collins didn't marry me I just went out with him and George Michael married me <laughs> Oh, and how dare anybody question it see they're, they're the rumours that I love because you just laugh at them because you know they're, they're... Oh, but we've addressed the dangerous oh. rumours I call them which is a slight on Marilyn's character which she deserves to be defended about um, but if anyone wants to say that Marilyn Monroe married George Michael when she came back from the dead we know that's probably not true so we're okay no. with those kind of rumours well, we know that it's not true because she was married to me <laughs> Oh, Michelle, thank you so much for this morning. And it's it's so great to hear from you. And oh, I just thank you so much because it's just so nice to do these podcasts and keep Marilyn's memory alive and uh, different subjects. And oh, it's so much fun. And I couldn't hear Betty, so hopefully she's all right. Okay. Oh, the, and the postman's okay. <laughs> Let's hope the postman's okay. <laughs> yeah. 
let's hope so. All right, babe. Thank you so much. Lots of love. You're welcome. Bye. See you later. Bye.